Hey, hey, hey! What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning back in. This is episode four of the Stop Counting the Lights podcast. Once again, I'm in my truck. I really, like, I apologize if the audio is terrible, but I've gone back and listened to it, and it's definitely not studio quality, but um, comparing to the first night when I sat down at my dining room table using my phone, I think the quality is just about the same outside of a little bit of outside noise and hopefully the, um, the background music that I'm adding to the recording is helping, but... Um, man, it's, I really enjoy, well, one thing is, you know, having dogs and having kids and having a sleeping wife or a wife that's busy or things going on around the house, I do find the truck a really good place to, uh, be able to talk. I can, I can talk at a higher volume without worrying about disturbing anybody. I guess this is why people with real podcasts get studios. So maybe one day in the future. Well, anyways, like I promised, um, last episode, episode three, and for those who checked it out, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and definitely, if you have some thoughts on the whole raising children uh, topic, definitely feel free to chime in. Um, if you do have the Anchor app, there is a section where you can leave messages. Um, and then there will be other ways um, on the website or... Um, I might just, uh, instead of doing just a flat out website, I might just do like a blog website. I think that might be the simplest way. I had a blogger website in the past and I was able to upload pictures and links and all that stuff. And I think that'll probably be the easiest because I can source that and run it right from my phone. It doesn't have to be very fancy um, or high end looking because it's going to be just basically a place to... Uh, find links for this podcast, find links that maybe I talk about during the podcast, and it does have a, it's basically set up where you can leave comments. So we'll see. Um, I think that might be the way to go, but I'll play around with it. Or at least it'll be the easiest to set up ahead of time. Like I can get that set up right now, you know, in 20, 30 minutes. And the current website that I have with Wix and everything, I can... um, I can spend some time developing and have that take over later. But I already owe the domain for stopcountingthelights.com, so I can just have that direct you to the like the blogger website. So we'll see. I will keep you posted. Um, possibly work on that scenario tomorrow. Um, but it's one of those things I can do a lot quicker than I could with Wix, like the actual full all-out website. But like I said, last episode I was going to talk to you this episode about my wrestling career. Um, and I wanted to kind of get um, my wrestling career, my thoughts about you know high school wrestling and and uh, I guess you'd call it cup league wrestling or you know, youth wrestling, um, just just out there because it definitely had a big impact in my life. It's obviously it it dictated kind of the title of this of this podcast. Stop counting the lights. And uh, for those who haven't heard any other episodes, I talked about you know what stop counting the lights means. And it's all about when you're when you're a wrestler, at least in, and I'm I'm talking about folk style wrestling that's done um, from the age of four or five years old all the way through high school and in college. Uh, college is a little bit different. I actually never wrestled in college, um, but folk style is what you do during the season. There's also freestyle, which you can do, but folk style. I'm mainly going to talk about that because that's where most of my experience lies. But um, 
in folk style, you're you get pinned. Like if you think about professional wrestling on TV, when you're on your back flat, well, in wrestling, like traditional, and I might call it real wrestling, um, when both your shoulder blades are on the mat, flat on the mat, as soon as they're both there, the referee can slap the mat and call you pinned. Now you can be on one shoulder blade and you can have one shoulder up and you can be working and there's a thing where your where your opponent's getting back points because you're basically your back is facing the, the mat, but you can't get pinned until both shoulder blades hit. But the whole idea is is you never want to be on your back. You never want to be counting the lights. Counting the lights is when you give up. So if you're on your back and you're fighting, you're turning you're turning towards turning over or you're turning away. So you know, being flat on your back, counting the lights as you're just out, you give up. And um, that's that's kind of the, you know, I, I guess a way of comparing it to life. Because traditionally that I've found, anything I've gotten passionate about or been involved with for any amount of time, you'll find that everything in, rel- everything in life relates to it. You know, when you talk about counting the lights and giving up and, you know, on certain things or whatever, like you relate that back to wrestling or... You can relate, I don't know if you're, it's, I don't really have a, a great topic right now, but you know, a lot of times when you, you, you can read books about success or hear successful speakers speak, and they'll give you examples out of their life to um, coincide with their, uh, their teaching or whatever. Sorry if you hear my truck downshifting a lot. I got it on cruise control. I'm cruising down the interstate, but it's, uh, it's kind of, I guess, I got it set on 65 and it's, constantly up in the downshift because it's kind of hilly where I'm at but um if you don't hear it then disregard that so let me just start when you know I got started wrestling um when I was five years old my family was had were good family friends of a family that started a wrestling team like a club team Uh, basically they would take you from pretty much four or five years old all the way through until you reach high school now high school like you can still do a little bit it's 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 definitely an age thing i don't know the exact age that you have to be for that to change but i wrestled from the age of five up and through i think the age of 11 and then when i was in middle school i i had some challenges with my grades and i was just kind of acting out so my mom pulled me out of wrestling for I think two years, maybe three. And then when I got back into high, when I when I got in high school, I actually, and this this might make a little bit of sense. I went to an elementary school in one district. My middle school was in a different district because my mom had married and we moved. And then I went to high school and I actually used my grandmother's address because she lived right beside the high school. And the whole. I guess genius behind that is I was going to try to play football for him. My cousin played football for him. He was really successful. He was kind of a role model to me. Um, our high school football team was national champions the year previous to me uh, going to high school. They were they were just known. They were known for football. And uh, I had all intentions of, you know, let's use this address and go try to play football. And I didn't even think about football until the first day of school. Well, for those who played high school football, football season doesn't start when school starts. You start two days in the summer, at least at this school. So I obviously missed my first season, and um, 
was kind of interesting is the neighborhood my grandma lived in was the same neighborhood that this wrestling family lived in, which was right beside the high school. And um, so when I got back into high school, when I got to high school, some of the guys that I wrestled with when I was younger were in the same grade out. You know, we were all the same age. They were in the same grade. And they were like, hey, Mike, are you going to come out? Are you going to come out for practice? Are you going to come out and wrestle? At this point, you know, I was I was never like a, a beanpole kind of kid, but I was I wasn't ever really chubby chubby. Now, when I went to middle school and quit wrestling, I got chubby chubby. <laughs> it's about the time the PlayStation came out, PlayStation One, the original, um, and I I sat on my butt. You know, my mom had married, so like just things in my life were changing quite a bit. I quit wrestling. I wasn't doing good in school, so I got fat. So my freshman year rolling into high school, I was 173 pounds. All right. So first weigh-ins of the season, once the season actually started, I wrestled starting weight 140 pounds. So needless to say, I got my butt up. I had, I got active basically. Um, and that's one thing I definitely think that wrestling probably has one of the best conditioning of any other, I don't want to call it mainstream sport because it's not as popular as football and baseball and basketball, but man, it can turn a flappy, flobby fat kid into an athletic child. And, um, you know, I, I had some, I had some ability from wrestling as a kid. I had a knack for the sport and I enjoyed it. Um, I was back around guys that I'd wrestled with, and uh, it was great. I didn't do that great my freshman year. I um, I don't know what my record was. I don't know what my record any of my years of high school were. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't terrible. But I was definitely like I, I was good enough. I started varsity my freshman year. Um, our high school was the worst high school in the area. We were doo doo. Put it this way, our high school didn't even have a wrestling room. So our freshman year, we jogged about three miles to the middle school and we practiced in their PE room. Um, so needless to say, that was a unique situation. But freshman year passes, it was good. Actually, I guess a highlight from my freshman year, I was wrestling in the district wrestling tournament at uh, Phoebus High School. It's in Hampton, Virginia. I wrestled for Hampton High School. And um, I don't know which match this was. If this was my first, second, or third match. I would have probably top placed probably top three in the district, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember really well what was going on. But I wrestled a guy, and I can't remember his name, which is sad. Do you think I'd remember this? But he was a tall, skinny. He was mixed like black and white mixed light skinned guy and he basically picked me up and dropped me on my head <laughs> um, I got taken to the hospital ended up with a sprained neck and that was pretty much the conclusion of my freshman year sophomore year went a little different I wrestled 145 um, I was one of the top guys on the team I, you know, I was kind of feeling my oats. Like, I, I was not a freshman, so I wasn't one of the losers in the school. I was getting to know people uh, more and more. And our wrestling team, at, you know, as 
as a white guy in Hampton, I was a minority at my high school, which is kind of funny because you hear minority and you don't think about a white male being a minority, which is hilarious. But, um, you know, I kind of got along with a lot of people. I didn't really, I didn't necessarily hang with the cool crowd. I didn't hang with the complete nerds. Like, I just kind of find myself in a happy medium. And, um, you know, sophomore year was good. I don't, like I said, don't remember my record. It was definitely better than it was the previous year. Um, I believe I made it to the regional tournament, which you have to qualify, I think, top three or four in districts. Um, but I didn't do any good regionals. Didn't go to state. So that year passes. It was good. I was getting better. I was getting, I was getting more respect. Um, and then my junior year comes. Well, my junior year was interesting because my freshman and sophomore year, there was a team captain. Well, there was a couple different team captains, but one of them was a guy who was kind of a prick. Um, I don't know how long he'd wrestled. He might have been a freshman as as a first year. I don't, I don't know. But he was very, he liked things very disciplined and very, you know, he didn't like any goofing around. And that wasn't my personality. I'm kind of a goof around kind of guy. I, um, I would cut corners in practice. I never took it as a life or death thing. I took it as a fun thing. Um, and this guy, him and I just had different perspectives. And he hated the fact that I didn't probably show him the respect I should have because he was a team captain. Well, come junior year, he's not around. I'm the team captain along with a couple other guys that, um, that we've grown up together wrestling together. So it, it was a little different, you know. The funny part was is our coach, our freshman year was his first year coaching that, at that high school. And I believe our senior year was his last year. So he was with us all four years. Um, I don't remember our record, like as a team or our placement, but we'd gotten a lot better. We actually started getting some respect. We went from the worst, play, you know, ninth ranked team in the district, pretty much the worst team around. Uh, to we were probably fourth. We, we, were, we were middle ranked at least. Um, we had a, 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 a group of guys that had grew, grown up together that were wrestling together, that respected each other. We all had each other's backs. Um, you know, we'd known each other since we were five or six years old. And uh, it was fun. It was really, really fun. Um, I was cutting weight still. I, I would still not be disciplined with my eating. I'd have to cut weight almost every every day. Um, junior year, I think I was wrestling 152, which is the next weight class up from the previous year. Um, it wasn't probably terribly hard for me to make, but it was it was always interesting cutting weight. I was always last minute cutting the last couple pounds, but I enjoyed it. I loved wrestling. It, it taught me it taught me how to have fun and be disciplined. My discipline definitely got better um, the longer I was in. Um, it was just great. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, you know, hindsight, I wish I knew some things back then that I didn't know that I know now, like taking care of my body and my joints and stuff like that, but I think it's all a learning process. So senior year comes, I'm the team captain, I was Big Mike, there was a little Mike who was a captain, a couple other buddies that we'd all grown up together and wrestling with, uh, little Mike was actually a part of the family, the wrestling family, I, uh, I dated his cousin for a long time, like it was just, we are just all tight, and um, man, senior year was great. We, uh, 
I don't know if we started the season ranked number one, but we end up winning the district as a team. Um, I actually ended up, I was ranked, I was ranked second in the state for a short time at my weight class. Um, senior year, I wrestled 171 weight class. So, my senior year, I was two pounds lighter than I walked in my freshman year. I, um, it was very good. I, we did great as a team. Like I said, we won the districts. Sent a lot of guys to regionals and states. Um, I was interviewed on TV because I had wrestled this guy from Great Bridge and beat him. Great Bridge was like the high school in Virginia, which I'm sure it still is. Like to the point where, now I can't confirm this, but um, the fact that we all thought that they recruited their 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 wrestlers, they set their parents up with jobs, they helped them get homes. Like this was a serious thing. The funny thing is, our high school is accused of the same thing for football. But um, you know, I beat this one kid from Great Bridge, and it was this big deal because you know this guy from you know just a few years ago, the worst team in the area. Now they're ranked number one in the district. This guy beat this you know number one ranked guy, or whatever. So it was interesting and fun. Um, but at the beginning, probably about halfway through my senior year, I started to develop some shoulder challenges. Now, I'd always been what my mom called double-jointed. I know it's not a real thing, but I had the ability of, you know, kind of popping my shoulder out. I was really big. Like, I was, I would hip-toss somebody in a heartbeat, and I would roll somebody, Granby roll somebody. I, w- I was big into rolling, and I was, I was kind of a flow wrestler. Like, I would try to flow into moves. I wasn't a very technical wrestler, but I had enough knowledge and enough presence about myself to to use that to my advantage. So like I said, mid-year, shoulders starting to act up, and it doesn't really cause any issues because I, you know, went in probably 90% of my matches. I, you know, there was a couple guys, um, like in the district tournament, I, uh, actually in districts, I'll tell you the truth, actually in districts, I placed third because I lost a match early and then I ended up wrestling and beating another guy and winning the third place in our district. So I went into the regional tournament, um, probably in a pretty low bracket. I don't remember the exact bracket, but, um, I beat the great bridge guy. I think I had another match that I won and then my third match. I I won my third match, but at the end of the match, my shoulder was done. I basically had to slam it against the locker to get it back in the socket. I was I was babying it. I'd had to call a timeout during my match. So at the end of my match, I had a trainer come to me and basically evaluate me. And after that last match, they wouldn't let me wrestle anymore. They stopped they stopped me from wrestling. They said, "Hey, you're done. You can't participate." Blah, blah, blah. So that pulled me out. That DQ'd me. Prevented me from going to States. And uh, prevented me from getting a couple um, scholarships that I had lined up. You know, wrestling You know, wrestling was kind of a big deal to me. And I've, I've had this urge. And, you know, maybe using this podcast as kind of an accountability. I'd really love to get back on the mat. It's one of those sports that just makes you... I don't know. It's a one-on-one combat sport where nobody gets punched in the face. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's just, it's it's high energy, high aggression. 
you know, in some cases a lot of technical moving, but it's just, it's fun. It's fun when you get to square up one-to-one with somebody. And, uh, you know, in life you don't really get to do that again unless you do pursue, you know, a professional field. Um, but that's that's my story in wrestling. And there's probably a bunch of other stories I can talk about, you know, as this podcast progresses. And hopefully I will get a chance to. But um, I plan on my sons giving, at least giving wrestling a chance seeing if it's for them because I was so thankful that I got a chance to wrestle and it made like I, I'm I'm 100% glad that I didn't get into football um, you know a lot of people get are scared about the CTE thing and all that with football I just I just really I respected what I did as a wrestler and I respect people that do wrestle um, so that's my thoughts on wrestling sorry if it kind of was scattered at times um and hopefully in the future I'll be able to come up with you know some good stories from wrestling and talk about some different experiences. Maybe even have some wrestlers that I wrestled with on the podcast. You know, Little Mike, I told you there's I was Big Mike and Little Mike. Little Mike's actually the coach of the high school that I went to. So uh, maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him. Um, he's a real good guy. So we'll see where that goes. But once again, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in, listening to the story of my wrestling career. Um, I will definitely talk more about wrestling for sure in this podcast because it means a lot to me. But um, outside of that, y'all have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time.